Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Shay Sal. I'm Nikki. And I'm Jill. So what's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm back this week. I think they hey. said last hi. Woo. Yeah, I had a lot of uh not good personal stuff going on last week, so was not in the mental place to do a podcast. But things are on the mend. Um, this is a nice fun thing for me to do to keep my mind off things. So I'm Yay. back. Things have been Yay. getting better. And yeah. How are you guys? Um well <laughs> <laughs> I think I've had I've that's had how a lot you are yeah <laughs> I've had a lot of moments this year where it's been like I've had bad shit happening and I've been like sad and dealing with stuff but fine but now for whatever reason I'm like this is the first time I can officially say that I'm feeling depressed yeah. this year so that's that's my life right now but it's fine. I almost it's not, it's almost kind of cool because I feel so aloof about things right now that I just have no anxiety <laughs> during this episode. Well, that's so how, yeah, that's how I was last week. And I literally, when I was talking to my therapist, I was like, I can feel myself wanting to schedule a tattoo appointment and wanting to make these decisions right now because <laughs> just want to do something. And she was like, Yeah, you should maybe think about it for a bit longer. <laughs> like yeah maybe not right now <laughs> yeah but I also am like but also I might damn my tattoo artist right so we'll see yeah how about you Jelly what about you Jill um well I feel I feel weird because I feel like I'm doing good right now no, <laughs> no that's, that's great like when you said the other day like that that made me feel better like I am happy that you are thriving right now well, I honestly think Okay, sorry. No, what were you gonna say? No, I was just I was just gonna, gonna say mean? like especially like, um, for me like well so the shit going on was there was a death in my family and so for me it's like me and all my family members are like grieving and like not a great place you know and so it's like easy to then be like oh my god everything sucks because like all my loved ones are also sad and so. Jill's like chilling and thriving it's like oh actually no it will be fine like I'll you know get through on the other side it's yeah. not everybody all the time everything's terrible so yeah right like positivity is existing at this moment yeah ex still. exactly yeah yeah I feel like everyone around me right now is kind of struggling and so I'm like hey <laughs> no, I, I, under I understand <laughs> I understand how you're feeling because I think that's how I felt during peak quarantine last year. Like it was still difficult for me for sure. And I'm not trying to make light of that because that was so awful for so many people. And I'm grateful that it wasn't as terrible as it could have been for me. Um, but I feel like a lot of people in my life were at their lowest during that point. And I was like, mental health wise, I was pretty okay during that time. So I, I understand that feeling. It just feels like, I don't know, you don't want to, I mean, none of us would gloat about being happy if other people are feeling sad anyways, but it's, it's just like hard to be, to exist when you're feeling optimistic about life and everyone else is feeling pessimistic about life. Well, yeah. that was literally me earlier in our texting conversation. And I was like, sorry don't have oh, that yeah. trauma that you guys have. no flex though can't relate yeah, yeah. can't relate <laughs> but yeah well no it's good yeah. i'm glad you're vibing 
Yeah. Thanks. I'm just trying to keep my head above the water here. Yeah. Well, on that mildly depressing note, we <laughs> wanted to keep today's episode lighthearted. So we thought that we can talk about conspiracies related to musicians because we love music and we're interested in conspiracies and weird ass theories. So here we are. Yeah. Hell yeah. I've actually been listening to like so much um, like supernatural shit lately. I know you've been on your bullshit. Yeah, I've spent a couple days this week listening to podcasts about supernatural shit like literally the whole day. Nice. Yeah, so I'm in a crazy mindset this week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, the one we, the conspiracy theory we thought to start with is the Avril Lavigne one because that kind of introduced the topic. I feel like most people have heard it, even if like you don't really know what it is. It's like everybody has seen like a Twitter thread about how Avril Lavigne is not really Avril Lavigne anymore, right? Yeah, that she died. Yeah. It's weird. I remember when that cons- when I first heard of that conspiracy, I wasn't I don't know, it's like I never got the full details on it really. It's like I heard of it and somehow everyone knew about it, but at the same time it was never really discussed in real life. For me, it was just something that I would see online. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, that's very true. It's like something that like I feel like mostly Twitter like drove. And so you would see the thread on Twitter and then be like, "Huh." And then like Okay. <laughs> Move and on. Just accepted it. Kind of like everyone accepted hating Nickelback and everyone yeah, was just which like we hate them. I will I like Nickelback. I will say that unashamed. I like cuz I listened to it as a kid and there's they have some good music. I when that became a thing, I was like I I, I like felt the them. same way. I don't think that they're like I would not list them in like a favorite artist thing, but I'm like they, they aren't bad. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, like I don't think they're good, but compared to everyone else that exists that makes music, I feel like they're not the worst in the spectrum, but they somehow just became the biggest meme and everyone I, I never I never heard anyone dissent from that belief. Yeah. Everyone was just like, We hate Nickelback and I, I just went with the crowd for whatever like I, I internalized it and I believed it myself and recently I've been questioning my beliefs <laughs> on this situation. I think a lot of okay. people thought that like that one guy's hair was really funny. <laughs> Yeah. So like that was also part of the meme, which I in my yeah. opinion is like better than just, you know, hating them. Yeah. Like yeah. he has that like crinkle the crinkly stiff a, a hair. Crinkle cut. <laughs> <laughs> he got that crinkle cut lays wavy chip hair. Yeah. Like how does it look like a wig that's like literally stiff? Like a lazy town wig, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Ew. Plastic hair. Ugh god. Lazy Ew. town is icky oh wait yeah, do you remember the guy shit. yeah R. I remember when Nikki robbie run yeah yeah did he die yeah he because he was that's why he, he got big cancer. was because he was sick he had cancer and so he got big because everybody was like oh my god that's really sad he's so funny like wait, well, he got big when i, don't I didn't know, know. he got I big that. i just like a year <laughs> and a half ago two years ago when you say he got big yeah like, i didn't know he got he big do? i only meme, knew about him in meme culture Oh, and memes. Oh, but you're right. Okay. You're right. Like all the <laughs> you're memes. Right. You're right. I do remember this. I'm picturing he became like Beyonce. No, 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 no. <laughs> like he, the way that Nickelback, like had its moment, where like oh. that was like okay. every meme was yeah. about that. Every meme was about him. Oh, do you remember the song "We Are Number One"? 
Okay. Well, know. it was a, a big town song. Yeah, but it and it's him and like his like minions, and it's like a song that's like <laughs> actually like a bop. So then oh. that song be- went. Every- so this is before TikTok. How long ago did TikTok get big? Like three years ago. It got well. It became a thing. Um, I would say it turned from musically to TikTok. I believe in like the fall of 2018. Okay. So I it think. was yeah. Before that, and I just know that because it was never like a TikTok sound, but it was like a meme, like every video had it and then they like edited it to like sound different. And it was like every time they say the word one, it speeds up 5% or whatever, you know, like it was all that type of shit. Oh, I do remember that because in our dorm sophomore year, you told me about the fact that he had cancer and we yeah and we and then like the memes became big and I think there was a GoFundMe for him because you know American healthcare (laughs) and yeah but rest in peace that's really sad yeah wow okay anyways back (laughs) to Avril (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um wait do we want to like give an overview well basically people don't know yeah I think I think we should like a, a brief overview yeah I was just going to say, basically, it's that she has, she died and has a body double, but I don't know how it started. I didn't see that. Do you know, Joe? Um, so this article I was reading said that I don't know exactly like who came up with it. I think it was literally it started on a Twitter thread. I'm pretty sure that's like where they had all that evidence of like the pictures and shit. But basically, I think it started in like 2017, the conspiracy theory. I actually saw but- 2011 was the earliest oh. date that I saw. Well, there you go. I think because something weird happened. Yeah. And I think that's why. But so the the theory is that in 2003, Avril Lavigne's grandfather died. And as a result, she was like severely depressed. And people think that due to that and also like the pressure of fame and the paparazzi following her around and shit, she committed suicide. And instead of just dealing with, you know, her death her production company i think it was i don't know who it was probably sony or some shit like that but they decided (laughs) to well okay so avril had a body double hired already she had this girl melissa hired to like go in front of the paparazzi so that she wouldn't have to do it because it made her really uncomfortable and anxious and shit so like her and melissa were actually friends she knew her they had known each other for at least a few years so people think that Avril died and the the label, the music label, hired this girl, Melissa Vandella, the body double, to just like assume Avril's life and start doing performances as her, recording new music as her, doing interviews as her, and basically just like taking over her life. Dude, I had absolutely no clue that, that there actually was a body double that she associated with and that she actually knew this person i thought that this most person was a completely made up figure that's what i was going to ask is that part confirmed real that she did have a body double for interviews or is that part of the conspiracy i think that that part is like 100 percent confirmed and it's also like so i think that the weird thing that happened in 2011 is that this photo shoot came out where avril is seen like with the name Melissa written Mm -hmm. on her hand and people were like really confused why she would do that. Yeah. So, but like, I think Melissa was like 100% a thing. They, they were friends before she, well, I mean, not before, like if it's actually Avril still today, she would say we're, we're friends. We were friends. Yeah. 
So I think it's I think it's confirmed. Yeah, I was gonna say the like one of the evidence things is that it was written on her hand. And then so I was looking at like the evidence and a lot of it is just like her it's basically like the way that any performer will change over time. Like yeah. she changed, but everybody's like, well, that you know, it, like one of yeah. the things was that she would wear usually would wear pants like <laughs> at publicity things or like the red carpet because she was, you know, like tough bitch. And then she started wearing dresses and skirts. And they're like, Avril yeah. wouldn't do that. That's Melissa. And Dude, like, like hearing all this stuff. Also, some of the evidence that people say is that like her nose looks different and like her eyebrow like distance is different and her <laughs> jaw is different. I'm like, okay, she got plastic surgery. Like all of these theories are straight up just misogynistic. And I think that the whole thing is that people weren't able to accept that like this punk rock girl who like displayed kind of manly traits going off of our previous episode, but like a girl who was kind of like the cool girl, I feel like they couldn't handle that she wanted to change her image eventually and like yeah. got plastic surgery and people were like, ew, fuck this girl now. Like that's so crazy that Albert will be a girly girl now. She must have died. And she literally must have a body unfathomable to them. Literally they're like, it's more believable that she died and they're covering it up than it is that she got <laughs> plastic surgery and changed her and personal changed. style. <laughs> right? Yeah. And like Another one crazy. Yeah. Another one I saw that's like the one that's like, I mean, it's still not even evidence, but the one where I'm like, okay, that is weird is that her handwriting changed. Yeah. But like, yeah. Like, because the other one, I was going to say, but like, I feel like my handwriting has stayed like relatively constant. But if you were to hyper analyze it, I'm sure you could say it changed. You know, like it's like, I can still tell it's my handwriting, but. my A's are probably different or something, you know. I put like the two comparison photos of the handwriting in the in our doc page. Oh, let me. And they do. I would say they do definitely like look different. Wait, let me look. They do. I definitely see the differences for sure. But even looking at my journal, like entries from 2019, my handwriting is completely different than my handwriting now. You could still see the evolution from that handwriting but it looks totally different so it's it's not like super crazy for that to happen especially with age yeah Yeah. (laughs) is it the picture isn't loading right now so all i see is avril versus melissa evidence face (laughs) 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 that's it that's all we got face She's serving face. She's serving looks stunting. <laughs> yes, Melissa. No, but like the thing, the thing about like how people think that her face looks completely different. Look at how her nose like has those two little like indents. They're still You're there right. on the other picture. I'm like, that's definitely still her, and she has the exact same mouth. Yeah, I'm looking at those pictures. All of the differences that they noted can be so easily explained by plastic surgery like there's no yeah yeah it's not something that's super hard to achieve at all yeah exactly it's so god and also just like the pictures of them like like them marking on it and stuff it's like i know oh my god (laughs) relax even like the eyebrow arch like how they're like their eyebrows higher than the eye okay my do you know how different my eyes my eyebrows are like yeah compared to three years ago botox that's super yeah. common. Yeah. That's exactly. super common. <laughs> yeah. The picture of her arm. 
where they're like circling her different freckles. Oh, dude, I know. Marks. I couldn't tell which one they were sa- was saying like is the real one. I couldn't tell because like it looks like the one on the right would be the real one. But then I'm like, why would the other one have more? Yeah, I don't. Like, I feel like the real one would have more, and then the other one would have less. You're right. But I don't. You're know. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but don't I, even. I did know. also assume that the one on the right was the real one because it's. I assume that they thought the older one was the real one. Yeah. But you're right. I see what you're saying because it's easier. It's easier to like cover it up. Wait. I don't know what I'm saying. You, no, you, but you get why it's the other order. You, yeah. you said it yourself. <laughs> it's like they tried to replicate the freckles on Melissa yeah. and miss some instead of yeah. yeah, like Melissa having the same ones in some places and then also having extra. Like that's exactly. Not, yeah. So basically, yeah. there's not a lot to it, but there are Twitter threads. One of the other pieces of evidence is that their like voices were actually different when they sang, mm-hmm. and. I hate to say this. I watched a Shane Dawson video because he was talking about this. I know, but I'm like, okay. we forget. It's, it's an easy way to get the evidence. Yeah, out there. it's okay. I understand. Yeah, so <laughs> they showed me. a clip of like both of them singing, and they definitely did sound kind of different. Like the the Melissa voice sounded like higher pitched, and I don't know. Like Avril sounds distinctly Canadian. And I feel like the Melissa voice sounded slightly less distinctly Canadian. So I don't know. Well, I feel like if she... So again, how they were saying her nose is different. So we're like, okay, she could have gotten a nose job. That does affect your voice. You're right. So if she got a nose job, it would change her face and it would change her voice. And then I think she switched her like, like, I don't know, command central to being in America. So I feel like... It's just like after a while, it kind of changes your dialect. Yeah. So, True. but because the voice switching is like weird, but again, if it, you know, if you get plastic surgery, it's going to change things. Yeah. You're so right. Cause anything affecting your sinuses affects the way your voice sounds. So, plus, like, yeah. how old was she when she was popular in like 2003? I don't was know. She still I'll look teen? up her birthday. I feel like she would have been a teen. I can see her being like 19 or something, maybe. Yeah. She was born in 1984, so she was 19, 2003. (laughs) Nice. So, yeah, also then she's still young enough for dialect to change, too. Yeah, voice to change. Yeah. Yeah. So, debunked. (laughs) I was about to say that. Myth busted. (laughs) I did see that, like, apparently in 2018, she went on this, like, Australian talk show, and they asked her, like, what do you think about this conspiracy of you being dead? And she's like, I don't know. Like, that's so weird that people would think that. Why Why would they even think that? And then, like, after that, there there was, like, weird, like, technological difficulties happening. Like, only right after they asked that. But there was, like, beeping sounds and, like, it kept, like, cutting out or something. Oh, she's actually what? a robot. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> she also didn't even deny it. Like, <laughs> beep, boop, she just boop. said, that's so weird. Why would they think that? Because you are a fraud. <laughs> Therefore, it's real. Yeah. Yes, Myth exactly. Okay, yeah, right. Concluded. Myth confirmed. <laughs> Avril Lavigne Myth is debunked and then concluded. Yeah. Well, so yeah, basically that's the Avril Lavigne one, um, which is obviously like a body double conspiracy theory, which are 
relatively common, I feel like, in the music industry. They, like, people argue a lot of people are replaced. But so I wanted to talk about the Paula's Dead one because that's, like, I don't know. I feel like that's the biggest music conspiracy theory because even if you don't really know it, like, you've heard of that. Like, I feel like everybody's heard that there was that. I agree. Um, And it spans generations, too. Yeah, exactly. So... I'm going to hold a TED talk on it now and I'm definitely <laughs> going to ramble because I find this really interesting. Um, so, okay. Well, background on the Beatles, just in case um, they were big in the sixties. They basically, so there's four of them, John, Paul, George, Ringo, Ringo's the drummer, George is the bassist. And then John and Paul both play guitar and switch off lead singing, which was also a really unique thing because usually there's only one lead singer. Um, so that was actually like, I don't know, a cool, unique thing about them that they shared that, but, um, that, and they were also like, part of the reason this conspiracy got so big is because of like Beatlemania. Um, they were like the first boy band ever and where they got like a ton of female fans and that's like when rock was getting big. So they were like bad boys, even though like now if you look at them young, they look like dweebs, but like them having long shaggy hair, (laughs) was like that didn't happen that's like that was like rock star hair what they had um they're like bowl cuts (laughs) um and so they were just very like influential at that time and um it got to the point where they stopped doing live shows because the audience would be screaming so loud at them like the whole time that you like couldn't even they were just like you can't even hear what we're performing they in like one interview talking about it they said like we could have played twinkle twinkle little star and nobody would know because you couldn't even hear us that's why they stopped going on tour because they're like this is literally pointless and way too much dude i had no idea yeah like i I knew i knew about the fans like screaming about the entire concert but i didn't know that it whole ass affected their decision to tour or not (laughs) literally but they were like this is a waste of time and it's like touring is so draining and like intense that they were like okay, if we're not even going to be able to perform the way we want to, why are we here? Um, And then that's also, so they stopped touring in like right before Sgt. Pepper came out, which was, I don't know, like their fourth album. I don't know. But so Sgt. Pepper was their switch from being the cutesy boy band to that's when they started doing more like psychedelic stuff and like mature stuff. And so that's also when they stopped touring because they were like okay we want to just like explore our music now we don't want to like be a boy band so yeah the theory is that Paul died it started in 1969 was apparently like the first kind of introduction there was on a radio show somebody called in and was like um mentioned one of the clues which was um in one of the songs if you play it backwards oh actually no 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 he brought up in strawberry fields the song at the end John says cranberry sauce, but really, really slow. And it's like kind of distorted. But everybody thought he said, I buried Paul. And so that the somebody called in and was like, oh, you should look into that. So then the radio host talked about it. And then somebody like a week later in their newspaper did a satirical article that was like, oh, like new evidence shows Paul's dead. And then I just like snowballed from there. Um which I kind of mentioned this before the podcast started. It's crazy how big this theory got with no internet. Like how we were saying the Avril Lavigne theory like lives online. Like this yeah. is like they were so big that the thought that Paul could die was dead was like horrible, especially because Paul was definitely like 
he was the cute one so he was like everybody's favorite (laughs) so okay so basically there's a lot but basically it's that he died november 9th 1966 in a car accident um he got decapitated specifically and the Beatles covered oh, it. Damn. Yeah, the Beatles covered it up because that's like when they 1966 was like when they were like established as a big band. So they were like, some people were like, well, they didn't want to like upset the fans that he was dead, and some people were like, no, they didn't want their like fame to be ruined by him being dead. So they covered it up. Um, and then that was right before Sergeant Pepper came out, and right before, or right after their live performances stopped. So then everybody was saying that they stopped the live performances because Paul died and they weren't going to be able to fake it on stage the way they could like fake it in pictures and stuff. So now I'm going to go through the evidence and some of it is literally so stupid, but it's still interesting. (laughs) So um, I shared the doc with you guys in the in our folder. It's not in the Shaysel folder. It's like in the bigger one. I just called it Paul's dad. Okay, so the first picture, that's the front of Sgt. Pepper. So, again, that's the first album that came out after they said he was or after he was supposedly dead. So there's like a ton on this because um, that album's cover is like really, really busy. There's a lot on it. And so they're able to come up with a lot. So the first one is that Paul's standing there. Um, he's in the blue and there's a hand over his head like directly over his head and it's argued that in some cultures that symbolizes like death which okay so then they're like okay they're saying he's dead um and then they also there's like a bloody driving glove somebody in the background is wearing a bloody driving glove and he died in a car accident so that's symbolizing it the whole thing itself is like it was supposed to be a burial but again that's when they were switching from like boy band to like mature stuff so for them they're like oh it's symbolizing like the death of our old style but of course everybody's like it's the burial of paul in the second picture i showed you guys it's so in vinyls they would a lot of times have like sleeves that had all the lyrics on them and so there's a picture of all of them standing behind lyrics and paul's the only one facing backwards so again like they're like it's because he's standing out he's dead it's not actually him so they didn't want his face in it and then george who's the one all the way on the left he's pointing a little bit he's pointing to the lyrics uh oh the lyrics wednesday morning five o'clock so that's why people thought that's when people thought he died and november 9th was a wednesday so they thought it was at five o'clock um and then and the next picture he's wearing a black patch on his arm and it says OPD. And so the black patch, obviously, like, that's very symbolic. Like, people wear, like, black armbands, like, when they're in mourning. That was more popular back in the day. And then OPD, they're like, oh, it stands for officially pronounced dead. So that's Sergeant wow. Pepper. So, again, it's all stuff like, I can see it. But, oh, yeah. okay, the stupidest one for Sergeant Pepper is there's um, a drum on the cover, um, which is below. You can't see it in the picture I shared with you guys, but below them, there's a drum. And if you put a mirror (laughs) halfway through (laughs) it, like facing (laughs) upwards, so the top of all the letters are reflected, it says um, it's Roman numeral nine, 
or uh, it's Roman numeral 11, 9, and then he died. So that's why people think it was November 9th. So again, <laughs> he died. He died. <laughs> he died. He died. So, <laughs> so that there's definitely some clues that carry more merit than others. Um, so that's like that album cover, I don't know, evidence. And then in the magical mystery tour cover, um, it's not the actual cover itself, but it's like one of the inside flaps. They're all wearing white tuxes and each have a rose. And Paul's the only one wearing, they all have red roses, but Paul has a black rose. And so a they're like, oh, we just ran out of roses. But it's like, you're the Beatles. Somebody would have gotten you a rose if you wanted it. <laughs> I promise if you wanted one, you could find an yeah. extra rose somewhere. And they knew this conspiracy was going on by that point. And apparently, like, John had a lot of fun with it. And so it's definitely, like, I feel yeah. like this later, like, Sergeant Pepper was coincidental because it was, like, getting big when that came out. So they, like, didn't know. But this later stuff, I'm like, they totally were like, they're beating it because it is yeah. like good publicity too, and like everybody would then want to buy the next album because they would want to find the clues in the cover. Yeah, so that was the magical mystery tour cover, and then obviously Abbey Road. Everybody knows the cover of that where they're crossing the street, which I shared that picture with you guys. Mm-hmm. So the evidence in that is that if you look at what they're wearing, John in the front is a priest Ringo the second one in the black is a Paul bearer Paul the third one he's barefoot and he's dressed like a corpse and then George in the back is a grave digger so that's what they're saying and then if you look Paul's the only one out of step with them they're all walking with left foot first and he's walking right foot first and then he's also holding a cigarette in his right hand but Paul McCartney was a lefty and so they're like, oh, that was his body double. His body double was a righty. And so that's why he's holding that. And then in the very background of this album cover, there's a, uh, you can't see it in this picture, but there's a license plate. And the license plate is 20, 28 if, like 28IF. And when Abbey Road came out, if he was alive, he would have been 28. So, which is also crazy thinking about the Beatles were like our age. Yeah. When they were really big. They were that young. Yeah. Like, I always picture them like 35 or something. Yeah. I always think like still early on in life, but 30s, I can't believe that he would have been 28 supposedly if he had died at that time. Yeah. Um, Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. And they like did. I kind of believe it a little. What? This is, I I know. I kind of believe it a little. Like, I know. I know it's not real, but like it's okay. It's not, it's not how I was going to say how elaborate it is, is helping me, but that's not what's making me believe it necessarily. Although the elaboration gives you more clues. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm sus about something. Yeah. I don't know what I'm sus about, but it's doing something to my brain right no, now. No, literally it, they have enough evidence made up or not where it's like, that's like the 28 if. It yeah. probably is just a coincidence, but like, what like are the odds? At some point, coincidences yeah. run out. Well, so that's why with Abbey Road, a lot of people think it was intentional to make them dress like that as like feeding in to it. And so some people are saying, yeah, it was all intentional because they felt so guilty about covering up Paul's death that they wanted the public to figure it out. <laughs> um, so that's all the like album cover stuff, which this is a side tangent. 
it is it sucks like obviously artists still think about like album covers and stuff like they're so important but it sucks like vinyl album covers were like part of why people would buy records like that was like part of the selling point the Beatles like vinyls aren't the only album covers where people like would look for clues and like there were like secret stuff in it and stuff like there's a Boston album cover where it's all the spaceships with the things shooting down their beams if you flip the cover over all the spaceships are actually guitars like it's just like stuff like that like it's really cool like I feel like album covers used to be so much more interactive and now it's like nobody not a lot of people buy physical stuff anymore you just see it on your screen it like kind of sucks that that part is lost because I think that that's like a fun part of the art of music that's true because I would say like obviously and I'm sure you guys agree like there are still a lot of album covers that are beautiful in their own way there are more beautiful ones in this but for some reason the first one that comes to mind for me is Flower Boy Mm -hmm. I just really like that album cover but you're right like there definitely wasn't any sort of interactive part to it yeah and it's cool because it it creates it's it doesn't need that to be artistic but in a way it's more artistic to have more things to interpret like that yeah exactly it's like it can still be beautiful but yeah it's not it's like a different way of engaging your fans and the public right um okay so that's all the album stuff do we have any questions before i move on i feel like i'm like totally just like like am i making sense i'm hooked am i making sense you're making sense i'm hooked on the story right now because i'm going i'm like into it and i'm explaining i'm like am i like talking too fast or am i like skipping stuff just because I'm no it's it's all cohesive okay yeah so the next stuff is hints in songs they didn't just do it in their art well here we go music is still art but you know what I mean yeah right so again the first hint was at the end of strawberry fields said cranberry sauce but everybody thought he said I buried Paul so that was like his like confession um and then the lyrics of the Wednesday morning five o'clock but that's more of like an album cover hint um and so during this era backtracking was really popular not really popular but was like a thing in music um and rock bands where they would play they would record something and then in the song play it backwards and so then you would have to play your vinyl backwards to figure out what they were saying so there's actually a pink floyd song in the beginning of the song empty spaces there's one and if you play it backwards it says like congratulations you have found the hidden track like contact this place blah 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 so there's a lot of instances of that so apparently at the end of the song i'm so tired you play it backwards it says paul is dead miss him oh miss him oh miss him which i think is more of an instance of hearing what you want to hear but that apparently is an argument the song Octopus's Garden, that that lyric apparently is British slang for, uh, or British Navy slang for a graveyard. So, and they, the song's about hanging out in an octopus's garden. At the end of the song, I'm the Walrus, um, there's a Shakespeare sample um, of the line, oh, untimely death, which is literally what it says. And it's just, they were, John was playing his radio and recording different bits from it that he thought sounded good. So it just happened beyond there. But then everybody was like, oh, my God, they're talking about Paul. And then the song Revolution Number no. 9. I'm sure you guys have heard of that. Yes. No. That's a. I don't uh, think so. That's it's a weird song. So th- that's on the White Album. 
And oh, the, wait, then I have heard it because I've heard the album multiple times. Actually, I just don't remember it. It's on the second side. Um, it's oh, so it's the one red for revolution. Well, so that's just revolution, and then revolution oh. one is the like more acoustic version, and then revolution number nine is the one where they're going number nine, number nine, number nine, yes. and like <laughs> shit's playing backwards, and it's like crazy. This is that's like when they started like getting weird, yeah. Well, so not even just Paul's dead, but if you play that backwards, there are hidden things, but. Everybody was arguing, especially the adults, this this rock band, the satanic rock band, the Beatles. Um, they were saying that there's like demon worshiping in that if you play it backwards. Yeah, I have heard of that. What? Oh, I said I have heard of oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's like a bigger one. But so one of the lines in that is turn me on dead man. So they're like, oh, my God, another thing about somebody dying. It's Paul. And then the final one, the final clue that I have this was very, very intentional. In the song Glass Onion, which is also on the White Album, um, John says, here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. And so he like just like said, he just said that. But on the cover of Magical Mystery Tour, there's a black walrus. And people were saying like, a walrus is like a symbol of death in like certain Nordic cultures, which like okay, maybe technically like a thousand (laughs) years ago but it's not like a big thing but again people were digging so then he said the walrus was paul as in paul is in the walrus costume because it's like a human in a walrus costume when in reality for that photo shoot john was in the costume but so that's like an evidence of them they knew what was going on and he kind of got into it so that is all the evidence that paul mccartney died in 1966 and he got replaced by a body double and that body double is the one that married his wife and made the band wings and is still alive and kicking today um and yeah any questions from the class after my lecture my ted talk (laughs) wait who do they think killed him no he died in a car accident remember oh you thought it was a car accident right but they think it was just like natural because i feel like to add to the conspiracy they should think it was foul play no, they think that he was leaving a recording session and he he got in a car accident. And that's why they wanted to cover it because they have that record. Like, they were so big right then. So the conspiracy theory is he died, which, like, isn't inherently a thing. But that I am surprised up. that given how elaborate this conspiracy is, that they wouldn't throw in the classic someone planned this murder yeah i'm yeah. very surprised by that <laughs> i no, i totally agree and i wonder this is also around when there was like jfk conspiracy theories and stuff and so oh, i feel true. like that's that took up the this person actually did it realm of conspiracy theories and so they had to like fill a different niche i guess i don't know i really like that one because it's so like i don't know again like interactive and there's a lot to it, but also not yeah. a lot to it at all. But it's enough to. Yeah. I remembered most of that from. I took a Beatles class in eighth grade, and I remembered most of those details from. Uh, all the way from eighth grade because I was like, "Oh shit! Like this shit is crazy! Like Paul might actually be dead." <laughs> yeah. So that kind of was like wow. the first instance of like music 
I wouldn't say first, but the biggest music conspiracy theory that started it all and probably is still the biggest conspiracy theory to this day. Because again, like that was our parents' generation. And then a lot of it came from evidence from songs and album covers. And part of the thing we were just saying where there aren't a lot of interactive album covers, there's not as much, they can't really hide messages that way anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, it's true. interesting to me. I know that you said that part of the theory about why they were giving these hints was because they felt guilty about covering it up. Yeah. But at the same time, it's surprising to me that these conspiracy theorists would think that they would want it to be found out at the same time. I think it's that the Beatles themselves, so John, George, and Ringo, felt bad, but they're Com- so they tried publishers to, like, and yeah oh, production company to, like, wouldn't let them put it out yeah so it was them trying to sneak past their like publishing company and you know lawyers and whatever I sneak it past and be like help us has anyone from the beatles come out and said at some point in time this did not happen. Y'all are whack. Well, Paul did. Paul did like when it was well, going Paul, on. Yeah, but he doesn't count. Yeah, and <laughs> He's he was part like of the conspiracy. Which is actually one reason I love the Beatles. If you watch, which the John Lennon being a terrible person thing is a whole different discussion. I'm talking about the Beatles when they were the Beatles. <laughs> um, if you watch like interviews with them, they're actually like really funny. Um, like one of the questions was is Ringo everybody was like Ringo's the best drummer in the world so they asked George they were like is Ringo the best drummer in the world and George was like Ringo's not even the best drummer in the Beatles <laughs> like <laughs> just like shit like that like they were just like funny but so so like a reporter called Paul and was like are you dead like is Paul dead and Paul was just like well I just Hello. answered the phone so no <laughs> like he was like what but I I think it's mostly Paul has denied it. And then I think John hasn't like made a statement, but he said like he enjoyed the conspiracies and that's why he like put the walruses Paul line in because he like got a kick out of it. And then George like never spoke. And then I don't know what Ringo thought of it. Ringo said peace and love. But yeah, Ringo Korea. was like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Wow. I could go on okay. and on about the Beatles. Yeah, I don't really know anything about them. Not going to lie. I think they're kind of overrated. I'm sorry. I know that's probably offensive to you. Well, I think for me, I think they're not overrated. Like, I think their music, I like their music because I grew up on it, but I don't think their music is anything like insane. But I think it's important yeah. to remember they influence music like they did the backtracking and like in some of their song like they did sampling which was like a new thing like back when you made oh. records back then you had to like literally cut up audio yeah. strips and like paste right. and so they like sampled like animal sounds and their song good morning and like so they were very influential for the music industry and i think that that's why they're like I don't think they're underrated for that reason. Like, and they also really explored with like sounds. Like in one of their songs, there's like a like sound and lovely Rita. And they did that by wrapping like a wet toilet paper around a comb and then like blowing through it like a harmonica. And like in Maxwell Silver Hammer, they recorded themselves like banging a hammer on an anvil for the song. So I think like they are important in that they were there at the beginning of rock and roll. 
and they were very experimental and like went out of the box and stuff like that that really influenced how rock and roll progressed and so I think like I don't I don't even like I guess they are rock but I don't when I think of rock bands I don't think Beatles but they were like the one of the first rock bands they were big when rock was getting big so I think that's why I think standalone music I like it because it's nostalgic but like it's not anything to write home about but the role they played in the music industry is like needs I think it needs to be respected like I think like it's fine if people don't like the Beatles but if people are like the Beatles suck like they're so bad it's like okay no you need to respect like like I said, the role respect they play. Respect your elders. <laughs> Literally respect yeah. your rock elders, but you have to. Like, there's certain bands I don't like, I don't personally like, but like that they are very influential, you know, in style and like changing the direction that that genre went in. So, yeah. I have two thoughts on that. One, uh, <laughs> one, I, I, I mean, I was never into the, the lore necessarily. But so I didn't know that much about them as people, but I did have a short lived Beatles phase. The album I would listen to the most was the White Album, just because that's the one that we had at home. Mm-hmm. So I listened to it all the time when I was doing homework and stuff. So I do like I don't listen to them nowadays or anything. And I can see I, I can see both arguments from Jill's side and from Nikki's side. I do still think that somehow their music sounds different. Like obviously there are there's music now that sounds like them and in some ways maybe even better I'm sure but I haven't heard that specific sound ever and I guess I haven't explored that much of like psychedelic e sounding music not enough to have found music that sounds like a direct lineage from that but I feel like even today their sound is very unique so I respect them for that and I guess like obviously the lineage of music that has somewhat come from them yeah and the second thing is when you were explaining that all I could think about was your stance on old horror movies and how it's it's from the same philosophy yeah. of, ha- of like, respecting how, like, that was new at the time. Yeah, that's what – and I think that's what, like, when I, I'm into older stuff, I like looking at it, like – have you guys seen Planet of the Apes? No. Um, Actually, yeah, like, when I was really little. Do you know the ending of it? Where he's like, you – damn you damn you all to hell <laughs> do, you, do you know the ending i didn't know that that's from that I yeah that's you've probably seen it say. and people are on their knees and banging the ground you blew it all up <laughs> can i ruin the ending the ending's a plot twist but can i ruin it or no do they not take over i thought that's what the whole thing is well i guess yeah if you've seen the new one so the original the first oh. ever planet of the apes is this astronaut goes up into so that's from it's from 1963 I think so graphics like are shit but it's like people in like full ape mask things and it's a very if you keep in mind it's 1963 it's very good but he goes up into space and then they like crash land on this planet and it's the planet of the apes where the apes are smart and can talk and they keep humans in cages and the humans don't have like a spoken word they can't speak anymore they can just like they're like cavemen like they can grunt and they keep them in cages and like breed them like so it's basically like roles are reversed and so at the end this guy he's like i can speak i'm smart and they're still like no you're a human so he's fighting them blah 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 and then he like works with like this professor ape and the professor ape gives him a horse and he's like you can run away he's like i warn you don't do it 
don't go explore this planet. You're not going to like what you find. And the guy's like, fuck y'all. So he's of course. riding along the beach and he sees the Statue of Liberty in the ground. And so that's when, like, you don't know the whole time it was actually Earth he was on the whole time. And so that's when he's like, damn you, you blew it, blew it all up. Like, because he's like. The, he saying he, that he's he saying he's just he screaming it into the air because he's like, oh, my God, like literally my home, the Earth. I was in space for so long because he like oh. went really far and came back. It's like thousands of years later. Oh. He's like, wow, humans really fucked this shit up, blew it up. Like one of the most like iconic images of the Statue of Liberty is like destroyed on this beachfront. Like, and so that's why the guy, the professor was like, don't, you're not going to like what you find. And because he was like, oh, I was home the whole time. And so that like, I love that movie because it's like, if you watch it, it's so corny, but it's like, that is literally so friggin' iconic. Think about how you guys were like, oh, that's what that's from is referenced all the time. It created this whole franchise that is still like happening today. Like, so I think it's like older movies are important and sometimes they're slow and goofy, but it's like so important to see like how they influence like movies and the culture lore. It's literally yeah the lore. literally backstory <laughs> i agree yeah and so that's why yeah i've my serial killer holding somebody at gunpoint rant would be old horror movies are extremely important and we need to pay attention to and we need to watch them <laughs> okay uh anything else <laughs> Before we move on to any questions, class. Yeah, literally. Now that I've dominated this entire episode so far, I'm making up for lost time last time. Yeah. So. Um. So is it my turn with my conspiracies? Wait, I thought I'm going. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I haven't given anyone the chance. So, kind of on the topic, also of body double conspiracies. I've talked about this before. I don't know if you guys have really ever looked into the conspiracy that Lady Gaga is a murderer. No, <laughs> Wait, I have not. Okay, I, I've, I've briefly heard about it. Like, I've, I've heard it in passing. This is why I love these types of conspiracy theories, because it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. This one, like, let's I, hear it. I had heard this, like, a while ago. And, like, I brought this up to people, and I was honestly surprised because I thought that, like, I thought this was like a widely known conspiracy, but I guess a lot of people had never heard of it before. So yeah, so the the lore, the background kind of is that the first instance of people like talking about this is, I don't know, the, the dates are kind of all over the place. It's like 2015, 2011, or even like earlier than that. It's kind of before like social media was really a huge thing. So this stuff like blew up on random forum sites. The conspiracy is that before Lady Gaga was famous, which she got famous in like 2009, which is when I think Just Dance was released, either that or like 2008, end of 2008. Makes me feel so old. I know. Um, so before Lady Gaga was famous, there was this other pop star named Lena Morgana, who like tragically and randomly died. That's an alien. And name. I guess like. Yeah, she was, like, on her way to becoming a famous pop star. She kind of had, like, the same style as Lady Gaga. And, like, she kind of was, like, the originator of, like, just being yourself and, like, acting kind of crazy but, like, artistic about it. Yeah. And after she died, 
there was like nothing published by news sources about this and there was like no information on like any type of celebrity death website about her death and she was like kind of widely well known i didn't know any songs by her but i guess that she had songs in movies and shit so oh she she was like somewhat known. she was like legit it wasn't like yeah exactly people thought it was really strange that there was no information about her death online anywhere and also like i guess that somehow it was discovered that she died of apparent suicide by jumping off of a 10-story building oh my god yeah so it's adding that on to the fact that like she tragically ran randomly died like it's so strange that there was really no information about this apparent suicide and like the tragic way that it that it happened so people were first of all like really put off by that Mm -hmm. and then it comes out like years later that apparently lady gaga and this girl lena had worked together and so lena had like just signed to sony records And she was working with Lady Gaga before she was famous. Lady Gaga was going to become, like, her backup dancer or some other, like, lesser role within her group or posse or whatever. So I I guess that they had known each other and they – I don't know if if they were, like, friends or not, you know, like, actually hung out. But they had worked together, so they were coworkers for sure. And I guess that once Lena died, like – Two weeks later, pretty much, Lady Gaga started becoming popular. And Lady Gaga was basically using Lena's exact style in terms of, like, how she acted, how she dressed, how she sang. So Hmm. putting two and two together, a lot of people were like, Lady Gaga killed this girl and took on her persona to get famous. Yeah, to get rid of the competition. Because, I mean, Lady Gaga... Yeah, Lady Gaga has never spoken about this. She has never commented on this conspiracy whatsoever. But Lena's mother has said multiple times that she thinks that her her daughter's death was a murder and it's a conspiracy. And she says that Lady Gaga is holding her daughter's soul captive. Like, literally and I think figuratively because she stole her all of her personality, basically, and even her backstory, apparently. Oh, what's the backstory? I'm not really sure. I think just like a working class girl who, you know, like people bullied her in school and she like overcame that and got really famous and blah, 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 that type of story. So I can't say whether or not I necessarily believe in the theory, but this also all ties into the Illuminati controlling the music industry, which is, in my opinion, I, I know that like the Paul is dead conspiracy is kind of a different type of conspiracy, but I think the Illuminati controlling the music industry is like the top conspiracy, at least now. I was, I, I feel like for the Illuminati though, at least this is the impression I've always had that it's not just the music industry that they like control like well, yeah. everything. And so I yeah, feel like it's the, like people go way into analysis on the symbolism within the music industry yeah, I was reading this website where these people like they full on just like believe all the, the stuff and they're like we've done years of research into the occult and like symbolism and all this. So the way they're talking about it is like very matter of factly about the types of symbolism that are present in like people's music videos and for this case specifically Lady Gaga's music videos. And so first of all, not even related to the Illuminati, but the paparazzi music video. Hmm in my opinion, is, like, direct imagery relating to this conspiracy. 
I don't know if you guys have watched the music video in a while, but in the video, first of all, Alexander Skarsgård is in it, and she's like yes. hanging out with him. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I have a question really quick. Is that the one where she's in a wheelchair? Yes. Yeah. Classic. I remember <laughs> so, a lot of shit for that. <laughs> yeah. So in the beginning, um, Alexander Skarsgård like drops her over the side of a balcony. So first, first image, she falls off the above a building, and like hmm. she doesn't die. She she survives this fall and like comes back and is in the wheelchair. And then she's like, fine, she recovers. And by the end of the video, she poisons Alexander Skarsgård and he dies. Mm-hmm. So people think like in the clearly the lyrics like paparazzi, like I'll follow you until you die, all this yeah, type of shit. I'm your biggest fan. Kind of like Yeah. Just I, I don't know. I'm like it's kind of sus mm-hmm. knowing that she worked with Lena and I don't know, maybe there was a guy that she was like trying to get to and she was like, maybe I'll kill him for that. But related wait, do you guys have anything to say before I move into talking about the Illuminati symbolism? I well one yes. thing What? She's I was say, yes, I have something to say, but you go first, Nikki, because mine isn't necessarily adding anything. It's more of my reaction to it. Well, okay. Mine is a little bit Illuminati, like, I'm literally buffering right now. I cannot remember what the fuck <laughs> I, I know, was going to say. <laughs> I feel Illuminati like Chase out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, okay, Chase out, you go while I mull my thoughts Buffer. over. I'm I'm surprised because both the conspiracies that you guys have mentioned, like typically, obviously I'm very interested in conspiracies, but especially as like I've learned more throughout the years and have gotten better critical thinking skills, I would say that most conspiracies I hear, I'm immediately like, yeah, like there's something there, but obviously wrong. And I'm not saying that I wholeheartedly believe either, either of these theories, but the fact that they even got me thinking right now mm-hmm. is like... I kind of miss this feeling. Yeah, oh, I'm having fun with this. Um, yeah, I remember what I was gonna say with the Illuminati thing. I I do believe, and I think that is like, like just the reality of the situation. Like there are certain artists and producers and companies that have a monopoly on the music industry, and they therefore have influence on everything that happens. And like by making yeah. it like the occult or Illuminati makes it seem absurd but it's like no just like that's how it works is that producers get really big and so a producer who's worked with a lot of artists if somebody's starting to get big but that producer's like no this person sucks don't waste your time everybody's gonna drop them and everybody be like oh that's the illuminati and it's like no it's just this one guy who people respect yeah, literally his opinion. blacklisting yeah and so i do i guess i believe in the illuminati in the sense that it's like yeah there are a handful of people that control the industry but it's the same thing with like every entertainment industry i feel like yeah and like even if people aren't being controlled by the illuminati i definitely 100 think people are industry plants and even if lady gaga isn't now because i think she definitely has like broken out of this mold she once had like how she originated yeah i think she 100 was an industry plant when she first came onto the scene Elaborate can you describe on that? what you mean by that? I, I can kind of infer by the name. <laughs> so industry plants are kind of people who like come onto the scene and already have like crazy high production and like amazing marketing and really high quality videos. And it just seems like there's crazy amounts of money backing them up and they like are literally just debuting. So it doesn't make any sense that hmm. they have that amount of money. And I feel like Lady Gaga's videos were, first of all, already amazing from the start. And like sh- her first song was literally so fucking popular that people still listen to it today. 
Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people, like, disliked her because of the way she dressed and shit, but she was still mad popular when she first debuted. Do you remember when she first debuted, everybody was like, she's trans or she's a hermaphrodite? I I, like, I literally used to believe that when I was young because I saw people talk about that, that she was a hermaphrodite. And, like, how offensive is that? I mean. I know. Like. I understand misogyny once again yeah once you're in the public eye there's going to be shit going around about like about you you know there's always shit going around about every single celebrity but like that one so specifically it's like okay so what like is that apparently that's inherently a bad thing if she was one it's just so right like even like even if that was true it's like the way the way it's framed is as if that's like it's insulting to her in the way that it's brought up and insulting to just society basically and anyone that would fall under that right yeah like also not even like if even if she was trans like that's fine but even for people that are like intersex yeah right like right you shouldn't like, have to tell people what genitals you have. Like, who cares? Right. Like, that shouldn't be – the way it was framed was very much, like, a scandalous thing as opposed to just, like, if that were true, which, again, shouldn't be asked in that setting yeah. or anywhere, really. Like, that just isn't brought up by anyone but the actual person. But still, even if that was true, like, why is it framed like it's some tabloid material and making it inherently yeah. negative? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So – Kind of speaking of hermaphrodites, the Illuminati symbolism that I <laughs> that I have researched. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I have no idea how this is. Going I to was connected. like getting. Oh my god! I was getting so into it. I was reading like all about this shit. I read this article that came out literally like right after Lady Gaga first got popular. So it was published in 2009, and they were talking mainly about like the paparazzi music video and also just about lady gaga in general and like her backstory kind of like not really about her personal life but just like the backstory of the name lady gaga Mm -hmm. was really interesting to me so i know a lot of people know that like lady gaga says she got it from the the song radio gaga which nikki i feel like you've you've probably seen the music video for the, the song radio gaga right i actually don't know if i have So this article was talking about how the music video for Radio Gaga contains a bunch of scenes from this movie called Metropolis, which I had never heard about, but it's an older movie. And it's about this working class woman that was chosen by the elite to give life to a robot. And this robot is like super sexy and alluring. And the goal that this robot is given is to corrupt the working class. So Lady Gaga took her name from this song that is like all about the symbolism of that movie Hmm. which like in itself is strange to me did the woman physically give birth to a robot in this movie no i think her like her soul was like put into this robot through black magic oh shit yeah so also i feel like you guys have probably heard conspiracies that lady gaga is involved in like satanism yeah and rituals and shit yes So that's kind of like all tied into the Illuminati stuff as well. So along with this conspiracy, people think that like to get to superstardom within the Illuminati and like as a person in this industry, you have to kill someone close to you. So people think that Lady Gaga murdered this girl, Lena, who she was like close to in terms of working to get to like become a star, like a pop star. 
And on top of that, people think that she is like literally being controlled by the Illuminati, like straight up like mind control. They think that she is part of like Project MK Ultra and this other project called Project Monarch, which is all about a specific mind control technique that it was kind of involved in the Project Montauk shit. Hmm. Um, but it's a mind control technique that uses trauma so violent that it literally causes the subjects to dissociate and compartmentalize their brain and personality, which allows them to open up a space to have these like manipulators or whoever the people are that are controlling you to like insert a new manufactured persona into your per- like into your body. Orange. Is it like it makes you highly suggestible? Not even that. It like literally makes your personality dissociate and like disappear. Mm. And like you take on a a completely new persona. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a real thing that happened or is this part of the Illuminati conspiracy? This Project Monarch or Project Monarch is like it's associated with the Illuminati, but it's not necessarily involved in that conspiracy. Like as the origin it's more so involved with mk ultra as its origin and so i don't know if people know for sure if it's 100 percent real but like mk ultra was real so if we base it off of that then we can say maybe it likely is or not depending on your views of government conspiracies yeah but pretty much people think that that's what happened to lady gaga and that the illuminati is like using her as a way to corrupt the the masses the working class which i'm like i don't really understand how they think that like lady gaga is corrupting people like what what is she doing that's like what i don't know what is their evidence that she's corrupted us (laughs) well and that was going to be my question of like okay the illuminati exists what is their goal do you does it say anywhere or is it just they just want to control everything are they related to the new or new world order or whatever i think that they're supposed to like the illuminati like ushers in the new world order i think the new world order is the term that they use for like how the world will be different and like what's like the the one government that will exist where like whereas the illuminati is like the group that's pushing that to happen Mm. I see. I I think some people also think of the New World Order as like a group, but in my mind, that's I think that the New World Order is like the agenda that the Illuminati is pushing. Okay, I see. Have you found any articles about the Illuminati stance on Lady Gaga today? Because I can see how they'd have more to work with with who she was before. Right. In my opinion, now she's so much more chill. She seems like an actual person, and she didn't as much before. I know that's how I feel too, and I I haven't. I mean, I didn't really, like, look into looking at stuff from now because I know that, like, a lot of the stuff people talked about Lady with Lady Gaga was, like, back when Bad Romance and, like, Judas and all the original songs were popular and not so much now that, like, A Star is Born is a thing. Yeah. Which I agree. Like, I feel like people could probably argue then, though, that something happened and they, like, stopped controlling her mind. Or she, like, had some kind of break. Because she has talked about how she was, like, super suicidal in the past. Yeah. So I feel like that could feed into this conspiracy because going through mind control would definitely make you depressed even if you didn't know that you were, like, under mind control. Yeah. I can also see – I'm surprised. But, like, okay, assuming the conspiracy theory that she killed this chick, 
like a star is born i feel like they could like twist stuff in that like so much to fit that conspiracy i'm surprised there's not like more True. going on with that yeah you're missing the, out the shift because i've noticed a big shift yeah no seriously there's there's good material here to I work know. with come on guys no, same like even just the way that she's dressed it's kind of the same with Nicki minaj so you could also probably argue the same exact thing yeah because they both kind of dressed like crazy out there and they were like i don't know more raunchy style music at least for the time back then mm-hmm. so i don't know i feel like, like i feel like i don't know sorry i feel like with Nikki you can see her like with Lady Gaga I totally see what you're saying where it's like right off the bat she had like amazing production and it's like where did this chick come from but with Nikki you can see her like low quality old shit and then she went kind of crazy like did the crazy stuff and that got her attention and got her bigger and then she reeled it in so I think for Lady or for Nikki, it was totally like a publicity thing of like, okay, I need like to stand out for one reason or another, especially as a woman in the rap industry. And then when she stood out, she's like, okay, I can chill and stop being weird. But like with Lady Gaga, yeah, that one it's has like a more normal trajectory. Yeah, and with Lady Gaga, it's like, why did she start off so intensely weird and not have anything before that? Like, yeah, hmm. right. Makes you think. Yeah. Like right off there's the bat, a- whack. <laughs> she, yeah. Like, there's also just... Came out the gate hot. Um, yeah. I was I was just going to say, there's, like, literally also... It's kind of like how you were saying, like, specific individual symbolism about the Beatles on, like, albums and shit. But in all of her videos, there's, like, overt symbolism that's related to the Illuminati and also just to, like, Hermeticism in general, mm-hmm. which is why I mentioned... The idea of hermaphrodites. Hermeticism does not mean that you're a hermaphrodite, but hermeticism, I don't exactly know like what the definition is, but it's kind of like the study of alchemy and just like the transformation of things, which somehow is related to the Illuminati. They use the symbol of, I don't exactly know how to pronounce this, but Baphomet, Baphomet. Yeah, it's a, that's a religious It's like the goat head. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's this goat head figure and like it's one arm is pointed to the sky, one arm is pointed to the ground. Oh, yeah. And that is that's literally where the term as above so below originates from. Is from this figure who like it has all these different features. It has like womanly breasts but also like manly genitals and it has this goat head but like a flame above it which is representing like spirituality versus like being an animal man so it's kind of like the symbol is representing opposites in nature and in spiritualism which is like the definition of as above so below so it's kind of like the visual representation of that saying and a lot of people for some reason associate this symbol with satanism probably because they've literally adopted the head as like they put it in the pentagram and use that as the sign for the church of satan yeah So, yeah, it's kind of annoying, though, because the history, like, has used it as a symbol, like, for goodness and for, like, just showing that everybody is one. And, like, if you view, you know, if you, like, understand yourself, you'll understand the universe around you. But now it's, like, being interpreted as this, like, evil symbol and associated with Satan. So, 
it's hard to tell if like Lady Gaga is using these symbols for like showing that she just believes in like maybe like paganism or something or like being one with the universe or if she like is doing rituals for Satan. Yeah. So I don't know. So this is a whole this could be a whole episode in itself this rant I'm about to do so I'm going to keep it short and sweet but (laughs) a lot of Satanism symbols are actually just pagan symbols and the church. Oh I know told their followers that people who had those symbols were saint worshipers as a way to be like these people are evil and demonize them so that's why like paganism is a lot more like natural and natural world and so that's why a lot of animal symbols like the goat head have then been perverted into being like a satanic symbol because that's stuff that pagans would use which is like so just like that classic that's it. No, I know. <laughs> Baphomet was re- uh, was worshipped by uh, the Knights of Templar. So yeah, makes complete sense why the church would have taken their symbols and decided to turn it against them and make it so that like the, the only acceptable religion to follow was Catholicism because, you know, that's how they made all their fucking money. So I don't know. I, this is a whole rant also, but I'm like, religion... Uh, it's all rooted in capitalism. Like, yeah, I hate yeah. to break it and to control, you guys, but basically, it's just... hate to break it to our Catholic followers. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if we yeah. have any. I know our huge Catholic, our huge Catholic following. following. Sorry to all girl-defined followers, but uh, oh my god, we're girl undefined. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Um. Anyways, yeah. So that was like a brief introduction to the Illuminati and Lady Gaga's role. Yeah. That conspiracy was like Loki scary, which I, I haven't no, right? heard that scares me in a while. <laughs> I was just gonna say I love these conspiracies, these type of conspiracies, because it's like it's just believable enough where it hooks me, but I'm still like it's still like a story. Like there's some conspiracies where I'm like, what the fuck? Like Earth is flat. I'm like, what the fuck are they yeah. talking about? Yeah, no. you can't even entertain it. <laughs> yeah, but these I'm like that would be crazy if that were true. So I'm going to let my brain explore that for a little second. So I, no, and when people are... point out the symbols, I'm like, you're fucking right, though. Yeah. You can't even for deny real. this shit. Like, she's do got facts. And so many things, she's, like, covering up one eye. And I guess that, like, that's literally supposed to be, like, the all-seeing eye of Horus. Yeah. Which, like, literally which historically, he's covered up, like, this one eye that she always covers up. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like she's not, she's not even being subtle. Like, well, that's something little poppy plug um, is that she very purposely does because the thing was with her creepy videos too, was that her whole thing was that she was like basically an industry plant and like just like a pop star that they chugged out. Oh yeah. And so in her early videos, like she's sitting like Baphomet in one of it. She's sitting in front of a triangle with her hands like that. And then I showed you guys mm-hmm. she has like a cult symbol and it's a P inside of a triangle and it's a triangle cuz that's like Illuminati associated and stuff. So I like I mean I love Poppy, but I think it's really cool that she like is like calling that out but also like being like I can play that game too, you know. Yeah, Very aware that, wait, that just reminded me that this Lady Gaga conspiracy. I don't know if that one Hulu movie, the Into the Dark, Into the Dark movie, I forgot what it was. Oh, called. the Valentine one. 
Yeah, I don't know if that was supposed to be like loosely based on this, but it kind of almost was exactly like that. I think it was based off of the Poppy Mars Argo because that was. Yeah, because that's also kind of like this. Yeah, because she I the reason I think it was that is because there's the boyfriend that was like helping. True. And in it, Titanic Sinclair was Mars Argo's boyfriend and like partner. And then he left her and did and joined Poppy and then created Poppy into a very similar character as Mars Argo. So. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. But that's not even a conspiracy. That's, like, proven. Yeah. Like, they went to court. <laughs> they went to court. <laughs> like, they did. And Mars Argo didn't win because the judge was, like, you didn't have, like, intellectual property rights. Like, you didn't get a patent on, like, this style of music. And, like, it's, like, because she was suing Poppy I mean, for yeah, stealing her persona. You. But it's, like, you weren't, like, like, okay, yeah, she dyed her hair bleach blonde and did a high-pitched voice and like really abstract videos but it's like you can't like i believe it i think that she did come stem off of mars argo because of titanic sinclair but like that doesn't hold up in a court you know yeah yeah wait nikki didn't you get into poppy because of that because i remember it was during quarantine when you got into poppy um i so actually were you sending you you sent a song and you were like why does this actually kind of slap because you like we're watching a video kind of yeah ironically or something so i um i knew about that story actually when we i was a junior in college my last year because my little had mentioned it and so i like looked into it then and then i found this one youtube channel which i've definitely shown you guys video from it i think it's i think i sent you guys a poppy video but it went into that story it was like a drama channel but it was like more conspiracy type things like it was the chick who like faked her sister's death and now they're the thousand pound sisters whatever that tlc show they like faked one of their deaths (laughs) online (laughs) but um so it's like that kind of stuff like bigger deal than just like dumb drama um but uh so then I was like, I remember there's one song that I liked by her and I like listened to her older songs. And then I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, she turned like into like a crazy rocker. I'm like, how weird is she now? And then I was like, she's just weird enough for me. I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, it totally was like I had already known one of her songs, but her new stuff. I was like, let me check out because I knew she switched to this new style when she left Titanic Sinclair. And it's like the true style that she's always wanted. Oh. Which is dope. I see. It's like Kesha. Wow. Wow. Literally, like the both of them are kind of examples of being controlled by the Illuminati in place of like just term for an oppressor. Yeah. True. Literally of just men. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just men. Once again, misogyny. (laughs) Shout out. Everything goes back to capitalism and misogyny, and they're both intertwined. So literally. Love. Love that. Love our oppressors. (laughs) Um, okay, yeah. So I'll I'll keep mine short because there's there's not much backstory behind it. One of the ones that I looked into that really had no basis at all. It was hard to find any resource was that uh Katy Perry is actually John Bonet Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash. There's actually I did find the source of where this conspiracy originated, but it was taken off YouTube um because he violated <laughs> a lot of YouTube <laughs> guidelines. Of course. It was some it was some YouTuber named um uh, Dave something. Oh Dave Johnson was his name. 
I don't know if he's alive. He might still be alive. I don't know. I just said was, but you know, he's he's not alive publicly anymore. <laughs> he's not this alive. YouTube channel is done. And he, <laughs> okay, so anyway, he's like a conspiracy theorist, and I I read a couple articles about this video, and a quote from it was John Benet Ramsey became Katy Perry. That's a fact. So if any of you continue to lie about this person dying, you're a fault witness to murder. That's a fact. Oh my! <laughs> so basically, as long as you say that's a fact, literally, he's like a fact. Period. Wait, I just looked it up. <laughs> Katy Perry was born in 1984, and John Benet Ramsey was born in 1990. Right. No. Right. Right. Like you can't even entertain this at all. So they, yeah, they would be six years different. Right. I mean, this conspiracy theorist. I I, I want to look more into him because I'm sure he has other whack shit, but. Um, I guess whack is my word of the day, I'm realizing. Anyways, um, he also claimed that Donald Trump and Joe Biden are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This this one guy did that. It's like, if you're going to spit some dumb shit, can you at least figure out a way to support it? Like, if you're going right. to yeah. come out with wild claims. Come up with some stupid evidence. Yeah, right? Like, right. they were in the same room. Right, Trump. No, right, like that one's like <laughs> that's his double. Because it'd be like, oh, you never see them in the same room. They're the same person. Like, no, At the we very least, have yeah. seen them speak to each other. <laughs> We've both seen them be themselves yeah. in the same room. Um, actually, that lends itself into my more elaborate one, which still is, isn't even that elaborate. I just had more information on it. It's the same thing where it's like at least have some sort of basis that makes sense. And this one is that Stephen King actually killed John Lennon, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> um, so also, I guess I didn't know this, but I guess Stephen King, according to this person, was run over at some point. Um, in I think he was hit by a car. He was hit by a yeah. car. Yeah. yeah um, that's, that was the government trying to run him over for killing <laughs> I think, John Lennon. I think that's when he wrote Just for misery. killing him? I think that's when he wrote yeah. Misery because he was like bed oh. bound. Or well, he there wrote was some it based book- off that. I think Lisey's story is, like, right after he came back from the hospital, he, like, had a moment because all his shit was, like, packed up. And he's, like, I saw my life where it, like, seemed like I had died and I was, like, seeing everyone, like, go through all my shit. Like, after I was – I was, like – he's, like, I felt like a ghost, like, seeing my life after I had died, basically, which is how – why he wrote that story. Oh. It's, like, basically that plot. That's scary. (laughs) But, yeah, can you – think about. If I the know. government wanted to kill you off to keep you, they would shoot you. They would stage a mugging and shoot you. They would not run you <laughs> right. over with a car. They just run you over. Yeah, like that is the mo- <laughs> like a that is like so messy, and b that is not guaranteed. Like yeah, right. It sounds like a Family Guy's yeah, <laughs> literally it's definitely not guaranteed. And they clearly, I can see it in Family Guy or like South Park where like they run him over and see he's not dead, so they like back up and then go forward and back, and it's yeah, like he won't die. Up. Like I can yes. totally see that as a skit. Exactly. <laughs> so the website where I found this is lennonmurdertruth.com which also oh. this man <laughs> pays for this domain. I need to read a couple more things I read on there. So. One of the so first of all, one of his points of evidence is that I guess Stephen King was at some conference or something, and a girl asked him if he killed John Lennon, and he said no, and there was a dramatic long pause comment because he just couldn't say no, and it's like maybe because he was so shocked by what the fuck <laughs> was saying. 
I was literally going to say, if somebody asked me that question, I would be like, <laughs> what? Like, it's like, <laughs> where the fuck did that come from? Like, I've never even met her. Sorry. <laughs> right. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if she asked that and Stephen King's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, I don't, I don't recognize that. Don't name. <laughs> Is that someone from my local like Mariah town? Carey yeah. with Ari? Did I go to high yeah, school with I think that I met person? Her in the bathroom. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay. Anyways, um, another another quote from this website is, "I believe that most of you are just temporarily sick and weak and media controlled, <laughs> and that once you get informed, you will jail King's ass." <laughs> and put- what? for what he did to you and the future and the world you'll pop no, his ass oh my god this i don't know why out. i thought you meant martin luther king <laughs> <laughs> i'm like why is he in the story now i wouldn't put it past this guy though you know it's like every prominent that. figurehead is like somehow intertwined <laughs> yeah. in this it's actually stephen king's dad Cause no one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Actually, I didn't look into this part because it was a whole other part of his website that I just could not deal with. Um, there was some part talking about how JFK and some other person is involved in this killing too. Like JFK um, and John Stephen Lennon? King and some other person were involved in the murder of John Lennon. Um, <laughs> I feel like when that yeah. happened too, Stephen King was not that big at that point. Like he's I, huge yeah. now, but when John Lennon died, was he super big? Like, why would JFK somehow pick Stephen King, <laughs> right, to assist him Stephen in murdering King. John Lennon? Does he say why? Like, what was his motive? Uh, no, I looked into that, and I I couldn't find his basis. I'm gonna look at other parts of his website because there's a lot on there. Um, including other random stuff like is Jesus a per no is God a perv or some shit like he has weird shit I mean I guess there. if you can see everything at all times God so definitely like, oh, is right. a peeping Tom <laughs> <laughs> okay another another thing he mentions is oh wait okay I have a couple things left to say Okay, one of the things is, did big oil kill Lenin to start a war with Iraq? Is $4 a gallon for gas a plot to kill the middle class as a New World Order plan suggests? <laughs> I'm like, like, reading this, I'm like, this man is so evidently ill. <laughs> I'm like, isn't he fucking tired? Like, I am picturing him never oh, sleeping, worse. sitting at a desk, like, scrawling, like, madly, like, handwriting all of this and having somebody else transcribe it because he if he believed all this shit why would he have a computer that's how they follow you that's how they get yeah, you that's how they read your mind yeah right? oh also um he actually this is one of my favorite parts i'm excited he actually lived in bangor how do you pronounce it? bangor bangor in maine for six months with a van um uh, also he with a van or had, in a van in a van <laughs> But he said with, with a van. <laughs> he also. <laughs> I picture him like sharing a bod with a van. He lived That's, with. That a... should be a Stephen King plot. Literally, Christine's <laughs> revenge or something. <Yeah. laughs> 
he says i read with a van because he said with a van and he, for some reason he, he he had a lot of random quotes around things like he had van in quotation oh my god that's scary and the van yeah. said stephen king killed john lennon on i don't know why he decided to that's leave that's what it said on down. the van yeah yeah, he probably yeah. didn't live in there. He probably just put that on a street somewhere in front of Stephen King's house. Can you imagine seeing <laughs> just being right. Stephen King so and seeing him. that and being like, "What the just fuck?" Protesting. Like, I gotta <laughs> fucking deal dog. with this now. Like, <laughs> yeah, just a lunatic. Knowing him, he'd probably literally knock on the car and be like, "Hey, you want to talk about it?" Yeah, <laughs> right. Be like, I don't remember right. that. Can you remind me? Yeah. One of his last lines on the website was live wire walking on a high wire poor life hanging by a thread busting the government for john lennon's murder lucky i'm not already dead oh wait no that was that was part of a song a song that he created about this actually and then he said i'd like to be your rock star someday and pick up where london left off help me p.s i just learned from a bangor a bangor resident that king has legally changed his primary residence from maine to florida now he can run from his murderer status and play cards with oj simpson God. This, this man Stephen King and OJ Simpson. <laughs> he is a perfect example of like a literal like fanatic. How the guy was a fan of Lennon and shot him. Like this man this man is gonna shoot Stephen King. Like right. I really oh, no, like true. this yeah. guy's oh a god. fanatic. Oh my god. It's like pay for your crimes. <laughs> Play cards with OJ Simpson. <laughs> so yeah, that's oh another one that has absolutely no basis, but was on a thread of musician threads was that Rihanna can't wink because <laughs> apparently that's a conspiracy. That's just like a fact. So, it's just what does like, that mean for her? I don't no, even know. No, that means yeah, she's that a mean? robot. Oh You're right. God. You're right. Oh, scary. They're on to her. True. Yeah, they can't control her body movements apparently, but they can control her <laughs> mind. Okay, well, that's all I have to say about my my silly little conspiracy. No, those are fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked them. They were a hoot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody have anything else they want to say? Yes, no. I do not. Maybe no. well, not. Not maybe. We will get back onto our dumb movies segment eventually when like our lives are more together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can watch dumb movies. Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah. I feel like we talked about dumb conspiracy. Like, we talked about dumb shit anyway. So. Yeah, we have our dumb shit. No, don't worry. Yeah. We have not forgotten the dumb shit yeah. ever. Okay. As always, you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, we have a new episode every Tuesday. And I hope that our audio issues have been resolved. It sounds like it's been resolved on our, on our part, which is super lit. Because as we mentioned in the last episode, it has been quite the mission to fix this issue. So yay to that. And yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.